You're listening to a 9to5.cc podcast. Oceaga is coming back in full force from July 29th to the 31st at Parc Jean Drapeau, and that means our Oceaga podcast series is coming back, too. All summer long, Sarah and I will be listening to music from every band featured on all three days of Oceaga and sharing some of our favorites with you every two weeks as part of this podcast. Five bands per episode, two episodes per day, and just to make things a little more interesting for ourselves, we stayed away from the headlining bands for each day, uh, even though all those headlining bands are great. Uh, but we just wanted to challenge ourselves and really listen to some music that we haven't really been listening to that much. Uh, if you like the show, be sure to subscribe on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or just about anywhere else that you get your podcasts. Sit back, relax, enjoy the show, enjoy the summer, and see you at Oceaga. No, no, every light is on in the uh, house. Thank you, Sarah. Uh, Sarah was telling you that every light is on in the house. It's yep. 9 o'clock. That's okay. 9 <coughs> o'clock p.m. It's, we're taking you to the light show. Uh, this is Friday, part two of 9 to 5 Goes to Oceaga. We're the Oceaga podcast presented by 9to5.cc. Uh, are you going to Oceaga, listener? Well, you should, because we're going to... Because we're going to Oceaga. I was going to say, I was like, well, if you're not sure, listen to all of our episodes to hear about the bands that are not the headliners. Yeah, because you're going to want to go <coughs> on Friday so far. I mean, you're going to want to go all three days. That's yeah. my that's my spoiler. No, because they're listening day one, part two. So oh, they yes. already now have decided they're going to Friday. Yeah, you're already... This is going to Well, like hang on, maybe. Maybe you were like, mm, I listened to part one. And a lot of it sounded like dance, cool summer vibes. But I only listen to like... It's been a hell of a year. I only <laughs> listen to like deep emotional music. Well, stay tuned, listener, because this is part two where it's nothing but um, emotional music that you maybe want to listen to when you want to like... If you're like Sarah and have a robot heart, if you want to like your heart to, to become human and whole. <laughs> I don't have a robot heart. The only things that make you sad are old people and dogs. It's because they're taken advantage of. Old people, but like just all of them. All, and robots. I'm actually sad. <laughs> you're also them. sad robots. Exactly. Like that's that's the biggest proof that you're a robot. <laughs> is when something sad happens to a robot in a movie. She's like, it's a robot. It doesn't know anybody. I'm like, it's also a robot. It doesn't know anything. Yeah, but people are mean and they're just taking advantage of the situation. They're they're vulnerable. Anyway. Like, could you be mean to a lamp? <laughs> only if the lamp talks to you only if, okay as soon as uh, anything that talks to you you can feel bad for yeah yeah um so speaking of as so if it wasn't clear this is more soulful music part two is more soulful sounds yeah. of oceaga friday but you just like made me forget the words to get right into mm. it no i'm sorry so now you're talking about ash. Is that gonna help? I, no, no, because it was I was gonna lean in with one of the segue words that you used. Oh, um, but I don't remember what emotion words are. So, because <laughs> um, you're a robot. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, weird fact. Also, I have a half-eaten uh, heart candy gummy right next to Ash. This. And it's really sad Oh, because, you know, she, um, so anyway, her album, uh-huh. 
is, well, all about being vulnerable. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Yeah. That's what I was probably thinking of the word vulnerable okay. when I said something else anyways. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's like, um, the way that I listened to the, the album, um, and it was a breakout one. It's like, basically if you are mature mm-hmm. and you have go through a breakup yeah, or like, you know, the end of a love. Okay. You know, it's just like, that's the way that I picture it. Like, so it's not like an angry, it's not like, I hate you. It's just like, no, no, oh no, no, this is like the it's end like, of, a th- of love. Yeah. It's like the end of it, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, you're not like mad at them. It's just like, that's the situation. And, mm-hmm. You grow apart and whatever. Oh, so it's like a, like a grown-up breakup. Yeah, grown-up. I actually like no, wrote mature love story of breaking up slash divorce. Oh. Yeah, so I was like, I don't know if I really want to say that to it. I just said it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's like all piano um, ballads. Yeah, so yeah, she does like, so you haven't really said style. She does like indie indie folk, I guess. Indie folk yeah, ballads. I don't think I need to tell you that. Like, just listen to the words of mature love story of breaking up. Okay, but maybe it was, uh, I don't know, something else. And then I said piano. Okay, wow. Okay, I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. But yeah, she... She was, started vocal wait. and piano lessons at age eight. Yeah. A little old. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it's like, um... But apparently you're really gifted, so whatever. I guess so. Um, what was also cool is Moral of the Story actually like was her breakout song mm-hmm. because of a movie called Granted, I which know. I really want to watch. Okay. Um, I don't know anything about this movie. Me neither. I Googled <laughs> it, and then I forgot because I didn't write anything down about it. Wow, you're professional. Yeah, but we're not talking about the movie. We're talking about Ash. Right. Anyway. So I'm really excited to listen to this. And remember last episode where I said, this is going to be like euphoric where you're just going to cry. Like, oh my God, this is the best therapy. I feel like if you're going to watch her, that's going to happen. I also have um, something to shout out. So she's been selling out shows in like California, whatever. Yeah, because she's fucking awesome. I understand that. And a couple of listeners, and I, I keep saying, thinking last year. Last year was 2019. Whenever, whenever I say last year, I'm talking about last Oceaga. So if I, if, you, if I don't catch myself and I say last year, obviously I mean last Oceaga. So a couple of listeners like the fact that uh, we shouted out bands that were pr- playing like surprising covers in yeah. their set list. Like oh. we talked about how like Bob Moses surprised people with Breathe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we talked about how Denzel Curl. Curl. Denzel Curry <laughs> might. Denzel Curl. Quiet. Denzel Curry, Curry. Uh, might play Bulls on Parade, both of which happened. And right now... That was so cool. And I don't know if this is an intentional tribute, but if it is, it's kind of beautiful. Uh, but right now, Ash is currently playing uh, Somebody to Love by Queen as part of her um, That makes list. sense, though. But it, now, the last... When the Foo Fighters were doing their tour in South America... Uh, Taylor Hawking came out from behind the drum kit to sing Somebody to Love by Queen. And like literally his last performance It could ever be a homage. In Chile. I, say it might, I said I don't know if it's an on-purpose homage or not, but there is like, it is literally the song like as part of their, their the tour that they would have been on this summer, 
uh, oftentimes, like they did Have a Cigar by, um, what do you call it? Have a Cigar is by Pink Floyd. Like there's often a song where Taylor would come out from behind the drum kit and sing. Yeah. And on this most recent tour, he's done it a bunch of times. He would be playing somebody to love. So I don't know if she's doing it as an homage to Taylor Hawkins or not, but it's like a hell of a coincidence if it's not. And I she mean, maybe play will play somebody to love uh, at Oceaga because right now, as we we're taking this, bets, we're taking bets. Currently, she is playing somebody to love. This Two is in one. May, so if this is part of the same tour, there's a very good chance that you'll hear that. And maybe it's an homage to Foo Fighters. I feel like it is, and if she doesn't, if it is, and you don't do it this Oceaga, that's weird because we're going to be headlining. I know. But anyway. But maybe, anyway, exactly. That's it. I just thought it was like, an interesting thing about her current set list. Yeah. Also, if you mm-hmm. uh, are me and suck at the internet, mm-hmm. I whenever I tried doing research on Ash, I just kept getting how to clean, <laughs> how to clean your fireplace <laughs> and fire pits. It's Ash with an E. I know. I spelt it that way, but you know, okay. I'm a terrible speller. Um, so now you know who they are if you couldn't figure it out because the internet hates you like me. What song are we going to listen to from Ash? Hope you're not happy. Hope you're not happy. <laughs> I hope you're not happy ever again. Sarah was like, it's not that petty. They just really want the other person to be heartbroken, which is pretty petty. You're like, it's not petty. This song's called Hope You're Not Happy. It's a little petty. Yeah, I know. But, but like, you said that this is maybe towards the beginning of the album. And yeah, then maybe, so. maybe there's like a, a growth of it. But also it's true. Like she's not like angry no. at, at it. She's just like, I wish I hope your I hope your life is sad. Because she's sad. Sure. Anyway. Anyway. That's the beginning of a breakup. It is the beginning of the breakup. And I think that, yeah, exactly. Be honest with yourself. Listen, if you're in a breakup, you don't want the other person to be happy, even if it's... um, Mutual. Mutual. Yeah. Exactly. Another uh, soulful act that we're going to go see is Jacob Banks. Uh, So Jacob Banks was born in Nigeria. Tell um, me more. Raised in Birmingham. Where's that? England. I know. <laughs> the UK. Maybe you didn't know. Um, he also, like, he won, like, he won competitions. Doing <laughs> what? Is, like, this is, like, music competition. So he won yeah, the 2012 like, Mobo singing? Unsung Regional Competition and also won, like, a, a music competition sponsored by Adidas and stuff. Okay, that's is, fucking cool. Yeah, I know, but it's, like, very, like, weird. Not Not weird, but it's just, like... I feel like I read this. That he's a competition winner. Um, he has an album about to come out uh, called Lies About the War. I'm excited. Um, and Also, like, very topical. Yes, and he just released, and I say just, again, this is recorded May 9th. So when you're listening to it, if you're listening to this later in the year or whatever have you, the movies might all... The movies. Did you say a year? Later in the year. Like oh. In July. <laughs> 
later in the year. I was like, yeah, that's it. So like maybe the whole album will be out and we would be able to talk about the whole album. But right now we only have the single, which is the one we're going to listen to in a couple minutes, uh, called Just When I Thought. And uh, for this whole album, if you're familiar, uh, he, I think he has like two, at least two full lengths re- releases out already right now. Uh, and usually he's kind of like bouncing around styles, like sort of doing like R&B, uh, yeah. hip hop, soul. Apparently this album, he leans more into like the soul, soul. side yeah. of things. I find his soul is really good. Um, so, yeah. So his to, to quote him, he was like, I wasn't tr- I tried not to lean in to the traditional soul template because I was like young, cool and sexy. But now I'm just young and sexy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he's like, it. hopefully he's like, this whole album is more, is more soulful. So that's, um, that's what he has to say about the new work in progress. Cool. Um, also, he has a kind of an interesting way. If you, if you check out any of his music videos, including obviously the video for uh, Just When I Thought, which you're about to watch. Uh, well, you're going to listen to a clip from it, but Sarah <laughs> and I are about to watch it. Um, all of his music videos have like a very like short film kind of look to them. Yeah. And <clears throat> he's like very like hands on in that process. Uh, so he actually says that so I he's super creative. Yeah. But which but is why he wins all the competitions. It, can you let me finish what he Never. has to say and about why? So Tell he me. says that he's like, I think music is actually seen and not heard. So he's like, I think great music initiates a memory playback yep. in your head. And he's like, so you have like visual, like, like musical trigger visuals. And he's like, and I kind of like to assist in that process. And he's like, so since music and visuals go hand in hand, I get to offer another option on how to interpret a song. So he's like, you'll have the video. That's so cool. He's like, you have the music video in your head. And then I'll show you like another music video. But he's like. I think I'm in love. You think you're in love with, with Jacob Banks? Yeah. Um, but I totally agree with that. Every time I listen to music, I always like picture things. Mm-hmm. Or you like, I, I always find, especially when you like, when you hear a song at a particular like point and it like, just like will always kind of like trigger like a like certain set feeling, of memories. Yeah. That or feeling or yeah. that memory. Yeah. yeah. Like when I was driving uh, this week, a little antidote, mm-hmm. I was driving, I was listening to the album um, that is yellow. And I don't remember the name of it. Jacob Banks' album. It's the one with like Chainsmoke on it, I want to say. I, don't, I can't remember the name of the album. but Well, you can look it up while I tell this anecdote. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I was listening to this while moving offices. And I was just like, you know, waiting around and stuck in traffic and stuff. But it was like giving me like good feels. It was helping me get through the anxiety of that whole thing. And uh, yeah, so thank you, Jacob Banks for creating visuals in my mind instead of dealing with the traffic. So tra- track one is Chain Smoking and the album is Village. That's the one. Yes. But you see how I remember the color? Huh? Mm-hmm. Good job remembering one of the basic colors. Yellow. Of the album is. is it also blue? There's a little bit of blue on it. Yeah, because yeah. I was going to say yellow and blue, but I wasn't too sure about the blue. Mm-hmm. I was like, it's either blue it's or like purple. like a yellow frame around a blue picture. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is good podcasting. Us describing the album cover. Of Jacob Banks' Village. Uh, but we're going to listen to his new song uh, that just came out called Just When I Thought.
So that uh, video, if you watched it, and I hope you did, is like a couple in a fight, I guess. But she's a really cool car driver, and he's like a matador. Yep. And that is the fight. But the last, final thing that I want to say, because I found this in an interview, is that Jacob Banks mm-hmm. plays a lot of Call of Duty <laughs> and has a 1.4 kill death ratio, which is like well above average. It's not like pro, but it's like Jacob Banks could probably beat you in Call of Duty. That's nice. like that's like a respectably high like KD ratio in Call of Duty. He's so, like, I played a lot. And that was, they were like, how have you like grown as a person and as an artist? And he was like, well, as an artist, you can like listen to the new album to hear how I've grown as a person. I've gotten really good at Call of Duty. <laughs> uh, so he wins competitions in music and now he's trying to win. Imagine he's like, I quit music. I now play Call of Duty professionally. That would be sad though. Cause like I mean, his music is beautiful. Sure. But, Follow your bliss. Yep. Um, who are we talking about next? We're going to talk about King Hannah. Mm-hmm. So it's two people, mm-hmm. Craig and Hannah. I'm not going to say their last names. Merrick. Okay. Hannah Merrick, Craig Whittle. Mm-hmm. I did it right. Yeah. Like they're very easy to pronounce. Yeah, names. I, I was like looking at them. Yeah. I just like scribbled it. So I wasn't sure if I can read it. Mm-hmm. But uh, they met in Liverpool mm-hmm. at the restaurant she worked at. Mm-hmm. He started as a busboy or it something like that. It was like a that. pub, yeah. They, he actually... He actually met her at a show. No, he like, didn't meet her. Not he meet saw her, saw her performing saw her perform. at an open mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And he was like, what? And I would too because Hannah's voice is insane. Mm-hmm. Um, their debut album, Creme Brulee, um, is also amazing. So hopefully we can hear it. Mm-hmm. And... Oh, yeah. So the new album is super fucking raw. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I'm Not Sorry. I Was Just Being Me. Yeah. And we were just talking about it today that it's like extra fucking raw, like dark, so kind of Nick Cavey style. It does style. sound exactly that's it. It's wild to me that, uh, it's, uh, that they're from Liverpool because it has that like southern rock but then i guess nick cave is from australia and he kind of yeah. gets that weird i guess when you listen to it you think of like like desert america like yeah like 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 southern blues rock but not blue that's all wrong like like i said nick nick cave like a little yeah it's like nick cave dark. is the one that keeps coming out a little pj harvey actually yeah. is also the other another see that. uh some like tonal reference for king hannah Good, good stuff. It's really good, honestly. It's Did you, you go. know that in one of their songs, uh, "It's Me and You, Kid," they talk about their origin story. So in the song, there's the lyrics: "I thank God the day we met in the Gross Bar. We're doing it so that we can live our whole lives just doing this." Amazing, isn't that cool? Yeah, though they, I it, like that's the you're like doing open mics and stuff in Liverpool, working at a pub, and now you're. Touring the world, making music. Yeah. Apparently, they're, like, super in sync, too. Like, they're all, like, really in the same page. Mm-hmm. They, like, understand, like, what they want to achieve in the music. Mm-hmm. Um, and to just be as raw as, and real as possible. Mm-hmm. So, in uh, that sense. So, are we going to listen to a sample of them? Yeah. We're going to listen to A Well-Made Woman. Okay. Because it's awesome. All right. 
and the video is even more intriguing so please watch the video <laughs> all right let's go long, long, long. I just got nervous because Keith just pointed at me. <laughs> wow, what a great, what a great return from odd music break. <laughs> I'm not a brave, brave woman. <laughs> oh Dude, I was literally like, I was like, who's gonna, who's gonna like, like, uh, talk us in after the song? And so I was like, I got it. So then I just like pointed at her because I pressed record. And but like with super wide eyes. And, and then you got wide eyes. <laughs> Again, not a brave, brave woman right here. So, like, pro tip to make a cool music video, uh, just, you Shadows. Know, point a projector at your hauntingly, uh, you know, spooky, amazing singer, lead singer. Yep. And then just let it roll. But, like, spooky, not, like, in a bad way. Yeah. Like, haunting, like, in, like, a raw way. Like, she's seen shit. Yeah. You know? And knows that you've seen shit. Uh-huh. But yeah. On a lonesome road in the dark. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, super, 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 like really good music video. And uh, I think it gives off a really good uh, indication of what King Hannah is about. I know. I like, I don't even know how and when, uh, what part of the day they're going to be playing. It would be but weird to see them in the day, having just seen that video. Like, I feel they need at least dusk. It needs to at least be, like, sunset. Yeah, like, getting it moody, you know? Mm-hmm. Ugh. Anyway, so good. I can't wait to watch them. <clears throat> um, so, Sarah, at the beginning of the episode, you said a word euphoric. Oh, yeah, I did. And um, that made me think of euphoria. And literally the last two acts that we're going to talk about have euphoria tie-ins. One obviously bigger than the other. And if obviously if you were familiar of, with the lineup, you know the obvious one. But the less obvious one is a man with the completely ridiculous stage name of Gus Dapperton. <coughs> and he's, is he Dapperkin, Keith? I mean, he's very dapper. If you First of all... If you look at his style, uh, he, he's on like a bunch of like fashion photo shoots and his music videos, his style's like all over the place. You would literally look at him and be like, oh, he's like a kid from Euphoria. Like like weird like suit jackets, but with like a bowl haircut that's dyed bright red and like just wearing okay. eyeshadow. Like, but then also like, and that's just like one of his looks, like, you know, and like keeps mixing it up. Yeah, he has fun with fashion. He does have a lot of fun with fashion, and has, has like I said, he does a lot of like, um, uh, like wears like big fancy bling jewelry, brightly colored clothes, different different thick frame glasses. Like it's if you look from each style to the next, it's very very different, but you're all they're all clearly like linked. It's not like he wears like a like he's not dressed like a particular way, like a particular set of pants jacket and glasses yeah, yeah, yeah it's like he mixes all those elements up but they all kind of like thematically link to each other and um the reason i said that there's a like 
tangential euphoria link is that in not the song we're going to watch because the song came out in like 2018 but in the music video for uh prune you talk funny uh it features him kind of like singing and dancing and flirting with uh barbie ferrera who plays cat in euphoria mind blown so there is like another euphoria link um apparently he also puts on like a really really good live show well i can imagine like someone who cares about like the way that they're presenting themselves as an artist like and also what's crazy is that apparently Mm -hmm. in like at least in some of like the smaller venues and stuff like that uh, obviously, I don't think it's going to be the case in Oshiaga. It's going to be July. Quite, quite a large venue. Quite a large venue, and not everybody's there to see Gus. But like when he plays like his own shows, like a lot of people like dress up like him. This <gasps> must just be like a fantastic show of all of these people in this like outlandish like fashion statements. I'm excited. Yeah, I know. I was like, I was like, I feel sad that I was like, Gus, what are you wearing? What I want to know. Wearing? Yeah, exactly. That's it. Like uh, just a crowd of people who like were almost dressed like head to toe. In similar fashion that sensibilities. That is so fun. Which is, which is crazy. And that, this was like, and he uh, has kind of like had like a mini blow up in the last couple of years. Like they were talking like he's repeatedly on tours had to be like moved into bigger venues because like he sells out the original venue because he has such like a big like following. online following that I think that a lot of promoters are like, well, I've never heard of this guy. And then he like sells out and is like secretly huge. I feel like he's a good Insta follower. He's probably a good Insta follow. Uh, there's also a really fun music video, <laughs> which is again, not the one we're watching because we're watching a more recent music video. So I'm not trying to say that like, you're just doing a buildup. It's cool. Uh, these are all buildups. He has a song called uh music video for post humorous, which is really funny because it's, it's funny. It is actually funny. It's him delivering the lyrics of the song. Mm-hmm. Like, so he is singing them, but like all of his motions and gestures are like a stand up comedian. And like the audience is sitting down, like watching a stand up and kind of like laughing at the lines. It's very like jarring to watch because he is singing, but the way he's like moving, he like does like a little like holds up his mic up close and does like a little walk and then like does a gesture like the way a stand up would do, even though he's singing in it. It's like, it's a That's very, really cool. It's like, it's also, making me think of like old stand up, too. Yeah. And like I think old I th- theater stand up. I want, I want to say his EP is also like, So You Want to Do Stand Up or something is like one of his, <laughs> one of his EPs. I think he, where Post Humorous is off of. And it's like, no, he's a musician, but clearly has some kind of a tie into stand up comedy that he must uh, at least respect the art, I suppose. Um, but the album, or the album, the video that we're going to be watching, I just lost my place because I just talked about three music videos but not the one that we're watching uh is the video for sober up all right i'm excited some sweet dance moves because uh-huh. you know you everyone's been a little rusty yeah just watch a bunch of gus's videos and uh sober up he dances with the shadow of himself like peter pan yeah because he's peter pan because peter pan uh, nobody wants to grow up yeah 
Yeah, no, like a fun, uh, I think he will be a fun kind of midday pull, little folksy. Absolutely. And like I said, like I it's, it's kind of, it's it's not to say weird, um, but like you wouldn't expect him, You if you listen to his music, you wouldn't expect him to dance as much as he dances. Yeah. Like no, it, so- it sounds like it's just going to be like this guy just kind of like up there like playing a little quiet guitar, but like. No. No, he dances like crazy. Yep. To these like happy little. Uh, I was gonna say it's like little sprinkles of 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 um twi- like sprinkles of music in the summer. You know, like mm-hmm. when. So this like, is oh, a genre. I don't know if it is exclusive to Gus Dapperton. <laughs> just sound like a crazy person. But no, but it's there's a, a style called bedroom pop, which I believe is what you're describing. Yes. It's bedroom pop. So when you look into the sky, you're like, oh, a little twinkle, you know. Yeah, you're listening to bedroom pop. Guys, music that you put on. I should describe every music genre. <laughs> <laughs> really long labels and things at the record <laughs> store. This is music that you listen to in the summer when there's little sprinkles of joy. Come no, I didn't see sprinkles oh, of joy. Sprinkles of? When you look in the sky, there's little sprinkles in your eyes. Oh, that's being dehydrated. No, but like, <laughs> but not like black sprinkles, oh. like like silver. You oh, know? like a ding. If like people did that in real life and not like in cartoons. Sounds like you're describing now with drugs. <laughs> oh my god. So yes. From Can you tell I haven't slept? Yeah, our dog kept us up last night. Um. So yeah. So from one euphoria to another. Exactly. Euphoria reference. Okay. So I was just listening to the music like. Keith always puts together a playlist of all the bands uh-huh. and their latest album so that we can listen through it and then like organically be like, oh, I really like this person. I never heard of them. Mm-hmm. Dominic Fike is that person for me. So I will put I'll put a caveat on that. I did not know that Dominic Fike that that was Dominic Fike when yes. I was listening to it. No, but also, also, no, 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 but also. But also he's great. In addition to that, I will say that What's the name of the latest album? What Can Possibly Go Wrong? What Can Possibly Go Wrong does not sound like the way that Three Nights sounds. And oh, my God. No, Three Nights was all. like the big, big hit off of his like... Uh, like So his, different. His, I, I don't know, mixtape is more for rappers, but like his EP demo... Uh, yeah, I would just call thing. it an EP. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Had obviously Three Nights, <laughs> which got a ton of radio play, which is cool for him. But does not sound like the full-length album. That not at all. I didn't even realize that it was the same person also. Yeah. And then also... His style changes completely. It's like more mature. Yes. And then also, of course, you just spent a whole season watching him as Elliot on Euphoria. And yeah. then did not know... He, she, she was like, I really like Dominic Fike. And I was like... Dominic Fike is Elliot. And mm-hmm. I was like, what? <laughs> and then... We went on a 10-minute round about that horrible song, like everybody else. Yeah, exactly. It's important to know, I think, yeah. uh, that if you were listening to this, the song that he plays... He did not as write Elliot, it. He did not write. He, oh, he apparently wrote the guitar part, but like the lyrics are not his own. Yeah. They, I guess, like Sam Levinson from Euphoria wrote the lyrics. Which they should not have done. They should have just let him make the music. Like, I don't understand. You have, right, you have this artist who makes beautiful music. Right. But the thing and is, then the, lyrics they, and then to, the lyrics were like dialogue to the show. It had yeah, to be but they couldn't mean dialogue to the show. It'd be like, here's the theme or whatever. And listen, like, Euphoria, why did you spend five minutes on that song instead of telling us about Nate's mysterious older brother? Yeah. Anyway. 
Tune, Anyways, t- it could have been in, a two-minute song. Um, when Euphoria comes back in 2024 or whatever, we're going to do a four-part Euphoria podcast. <laughs> <laughs> With people who have never seen it. With people who have never seen it. Like uh, Montreal Comedians, uh, Amanda, uh, and Ines. Yep. Um, anyways, I, th- I was like so shocked. I was like really amazed. Uh-huh. And like, I keep listening to the album on repeat. Mm-hmm. Like I, d- I, d- I did not know until you told me what, like yesterday or something that he's like, it's yeah, the same you were, like, person. I really like Dominic Fike. I was like, I'm oh, like, oh my God, Dominic Fike is so good. And I couldn't pick a song. Cause like the songs that I wanted didn't have, and that kind of happened with, um, Ash as well. Like mm-hmm. the songs that I, I really wanted didn't have a music video. But we we like to do the music video thing. But anyways, um, so a couple things you need to tell me. A couple things. Yeah. <laughs> I need to tell you a few things. Uh, so he just played a show. I want to say in Boston. Again, this is early May when we're we're singing this. Where like singing it. We're singing this. This is a song. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're both very tired. We've been through this before. Uh, and like a fan uh, threw like a bra on stage, which just reinforced my previous point that sleep deprived sad boys are the new sex symbols oh my god yeah <laughs> like you're listening to dominic vike and someone <laughs> throws a bra, bra. And you're like this isn't like alice Cooper or whatever this is like a sentimental songwriter here this yeah. isn't throw your bra on stage guy that's a really like <laughs> it's like not that vibe at all not that vibe at all but i guess to some they really wanted to give their bra sure and then also maybe they wanted to just you know be like hey first concert and in ev- forever yeah maybe they're or just ever. like they're like you're the headliner and this bra is coming off whoosh yeah. um also bras are expensive yeah exactly maybe it was a cheap one maybe it was like a there's no cheap one. maybe it was a bralette from our den for yeah, those who don't know our den it's uh a tween store uh-huh yeah, okay because some women are not the size of and tweens. i and i buy them <laughs> from our den <laughs> Uh, also, a, now you know this about me. <laughs> a, uh, a story about Dominic Fike and how he also maybe is not to say like done with, but like so one time at Oceaga. This is several years ago, not last year's Oceaga in 2019. Oh my god! But several yes. years ago, when we watched uh, A Wall Nation, when their song <laughs> "Sail" was like Sail. massive, <laughs> and the lead singer of A Wall Nation just <laughs> walked off the stage in the middle of it, and it like everyone was just singing. Everyone just kept. No singing. one noticed. It like, was so weird. He was like, all right. And then just walked away and then came back for the next song. Uh, so at this most recent concert, uh, Dominic Fike just turned the microphone and pointed it at the audience and was like, I know everybody knows this, so I'll need your help to sing it. And uh, he just played instrumental and then everybody else just sang along with it. Which, I mean, it's, thing, it's a fun sing-along vibe. It is. But it's also kind of like, anyway, here's the song. <laughs> Here's my one song. It's what song. people want. Not my one song, but like, here's no, the song. No, but it's the yeah, song. Exactly. Here's the song. And I will say that if you do go see Dominic Fike, uh, he's a fantastic musician. And I am giving you a warning that even if you aren't just there to see Three Nights, just shut up because some of us are there to listen to the entire set. Oh my God, do you yes. Vance Joy? Oh, no. I, please stop. Exactly. That's it. We went to go see Vance Joy at Oceaga. Uh, I almost like cried from anger. And people were like just talking loudly until Riptide played. And, like, and it sucks because he's a really fun little songwriter. So if you're only there for three nights... And it's that vibe. Like, Dominic Fike yeah. and, and them are just well, like, like it's mean, quiet. You know, it's yeah. not like loud music where, like, 
you can at least hear yeah. something. You, it was literally only people talking. So I promise. So please you, don't do that for any artist. Just don't do it. I promise you, he will play three nights. And if you're there only to listen to three nights, just shut up so the rest of us can enjoy the rest or of the go set. all the way in the back, <laughs> so I can listen. Sorry, guys. I'm being a music snob. Yeah. There's plenty of places for you to talk and drink at Oshiaga that's not in front of a stage. But, like, yeah. I mean it. So, on Friday. Love you, Oshiaga. Yeah. On Friday, I think I'm going to be buying, like, two to three albums. I thought you were saying on Friday, I'm going to be buying two to three boxes of tissues <laughs> as I listen to beautiful music. No, I'm just going to get a new, another shirt. I'm just going to use You're my gonna shirt. just going to cry into it. Uh, what song are we listening to from Dominic? We're going to listen to Why. Okay. Go to Mexico uh, and bring like a Super 8 camera. Yeah. And then we're just going to do that. Pretty sure we already have. I no, mean, we, didn't. we didn't. have a Super 8 camera. I know. <laughs> <laughs> also, mm-hmm. am I a sleep deprived sad boy? Because you're the new sexy? I like pretty much dress like them. <laughs> I just realized like everyone that's like, oh, the like sleep deprived, like skinny sad boy. I'm like, oh, like. Their style is really close I feel to mine. Seen. Uh, I'm also okay. really sleep deprived right now, but normally I'm I'm not anymore. But I mm. used to be, you know. So yeah, so that that ends our I guess formal uh, non-headliner recommendations for Friday. Yeah. Uh, we have a couple other shout-outs you wanted to shout out. I don't remember. Mala. Mala. We got dance music vibes. Yeah, that w- Mala's gonna be fun. Uh huh. Uh, local uh, musician. Also, I'm guessing it's Is Robert it? Robert. I was going to say it's Robert Robert. Robert. Or, like, or Robert Robert. I don't know. Robert uh, Robert. Also, exactly. Good local artist to check out on, on Friday. Uh, if only. I mean, also, he's a good musician. I like him. But uh, has one of the most clever album titles of all time with Silicon Valley instead of Silicon Valley. Also a t-shirt that I definitely want. Is Silicon Villere? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so is, and obviously, of course, we mentioned uh, on our previous episode that we're definitely checking out uh, Charlie XCX. We're definitely checking out... Um, you know that little yeah, band yeah, called yes. uh, There's a local Farm? band. Also, yeah, we have to give enough... Shout local, out to a local, yeah, local, local band. Arcade Fire. Yeah. Uh, if you... Good, good find. Like, good discovery like you'll not you won't regret yeah checking them out and they're yeah. also between between our recording and Oshiaga, we're gonna have a new album out this summer were they on snl they were on snl okay i they thought that was ch- a dream no, they were just, <laughs> that was this morning they were just on <laughs> snl with benedict cumberbatch or yeah. yesterday whatever mm-hmm. okay yeah um, so they're they're that small that they're on snl yeah exactly that's it snl took a real chance booking yeah. this little indie band from montreal Called Arcade Fire. Um, closing thoughts on Friday, Sarah? Um, closing thoughts on Friday is I'm going to get a lot of merch. Mm-hmm. I'm going to probably like feel really wiped from emotion, mm-hmm. which I don't typically like to feel. So we'll see how that goes. But 
when in doubt, I'm going to go to the electro stage and then I'm going to dance to get to get all of those uh, feels off my face. Exactly. So if you see <laughs> to me... To get those feels off my face. Yeah. So if you see me on the... Um, what did we say again? Sleep deprived. Sleep deprived sad boy. Sad boy. That's going to be me. <laughs> my, my wife, the sleep deprived sad boy. That's, uh, um, and if I'm red faced. Tell her to head to the electronic stage. Maybe check out Mala or John, John Summit, who we talked yeah. about last episode. Or hopefully, hopefully, Turnstile is about to start and you can just oh mosh. Yeah. But my face is going to definitely be red. Not because I'm sunburned, but because I am. Uh-huh. <laughs> <At turnstile>? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never uh, felt so alive. <laughs> oh, Chicago Friday part two in the books. Uh, stay tuned in two weeks. Obviously, you can go back and listen to part one. And in two weeks from now, or two weeks from when this episode. Well, you out. should listen to part one before part two. You can listen to whatever part you want, man. There's no rules. Yeah, but you gotta hear about Turnstile. Yeah, well, obviously. That's my other fine. Your other big fine was Turnstile. Yeah. Uh, see what Oshiaga, everybody. It's summer is starting. Hey there, thanks for listening. Obviously, if you enjoyed the show, uh, tell your friends about it, talk to us. You can, wherever you saw the show, feel free to engage with us. We're both very friendly, I uh, promise you. Uh, just to let you know that all audio clips are copyrighted to their respective owners and used solely with the intention of promoting Oshiaga. Uh, the intro song that we use, or intro and or outro song, is uh, Paradise Engineering, uh, instrumental version by Yacht, and is licensed under a attribution, non-commercial, share-alike, 3.0 United States license. Um, just so you know, if you do enjoy the show and like our vibe, uh, we do run a website called 9to5.cc where we have a bunch of other podcasts on the show. We have Go Plug Yourself, where we talk to interesting Montrealers, and we have 9ES, which is more of a pop culture show. So if that either of those two things seem like your vibe, uh, go check out 9to5.cc. Um, otherwise, can't wait to see you at Oshiaga. Bye. 9to5.cc, podcasts, blogs, and comics, made in Montreal since 2011.